Howdy. My mom likes to say howdy. Where she got it from, I'm not sure. But considering that we are in LA, it's a particularly attention-grabbing hello. So, howdy. I suppose I should go along with telling you my name so that you know who I am. But I go back to the thing. Does my name really tell you who I am? Is not the stories that I'm going to tell you going to describe who I am? I don't even know if it's not is the proper way to describe it. I've been reading lately. Um, so anyway, so my name is Jackie. And I've actually had alter egos in the past to help me experience or get through some things that... I want to do not that I need to do that I want to do and I say that because I developed an alter ego to go out dancing and drinking to have a good time because me and it's hard for so many people who actually know me to believe I'm quite shy I can be very self-conscious it's not only until recently that my self-esteem is very strong I'm not gonna say it's very high it's just very strong like I'm a solid eight all the time you know and if people don't feel me like an eight that's fine and I think sometimes just walking around with that confidence is what makes people think that I'm confident you know what I mean like I'm not walking with the confidence of a 10 or a 12 or a 20 I'm just walking and I'm in my own world and this is what I saw on a friend the other day and then we'll go into why we're here right now I was telling her that I think about it just like everybody else does when I'm going to walk across a room full of people, who's watching? Actually, I don't care who's watching. I know people are watching. Like, that's just the thing. And it's not because I'm special or because I'm gorgeous or because I'm hideous or, you know, there's there's nothing to it. I'm simply a moving object. When we're sitting, when we're talking, when we're doing stuff, we notice moving objects. So, therefore, all I am is something in your view all right so that being said now that i understand that i don't really worry about walking across the room or who's gonna see me or what they're gonna think however i think about the impression i'm gonna make so i think i guess i'm still thinking about it right i walk straight you know like i walk i walk with good posture head what is it head up shoulders back you know the whole thing i i stride I have a friend. I love her so much. She goes, bitch, you strut. And I'm like, ooh, I strut. And I can say I didn't fully confirm it until I was at the strip club a few years ago with a friend of mine and some guy friends, a girlfriend, some guy friends. And I was looking at the strippers. And these bitches, forgive me, these bitches were pretty fucking hot. And all I thought was, oh, yeah? And not me? Nah. Me too. And I got up. I had to use the restroom. And I just walked. Like my friend said, I strutted. And I recall overhearing a guy saying, damn. Who doesn't like to hear that when they're feeling like that? So, um, yes. My name is Jackie. I'm 35 years old. I live in L.A. I'm from L.A. I am Latina. Um, to give you the basics of my breakdown of what I look like, I would say, does it really matter? 
but I suppose it does. So we'll talk about that later because it'll make the story, I suppose, a little more interesting. I'm not a Miss Universe. I'm not a Miss America. But I suppose these days I'm Miss Universal. You know, I would say I look almost, almost like everybody else. Like I fit in pretty well in the crowd. You know, do I stand out? Yes, but I also fit in pretty well. Are there girls that are way more beautiful beautiful than me? Yes, of course, a million times over. But, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And sometimes I really am just a reflection of someone. So, back to me, um, which is why we're doing this or why I'm doing this. I finally decided to share with the world my experiences having found swing clubs the whole community, the lifestyle itself. Um, my fascination with sex, I suppose, has started since I was an early teenager. I do recall being 11 and being obsessed with this boy and thinking we would kiss. You know, like I could visualize the kissing and then we'd have sex and then we'd be laying down afterwards in the afterglow and you, I could only see the afterglow because I didn't know what sex was or what it was like or what, you know, just nothing of it. So that was at 11. At, by 14, I had already watched some porn. I'd been flushed a few times. I, st I still had not been kissed or kissed anyone. But I was out there trying to do stuff. All right. I was very much, um, I would say, almost obsessed with the idea of sucking dick. But it never occurred to me that someone could eat pussy. I'm now obsessed with the idea of someone, almost anyone, eating my pussy and sucking dick being on the, I gotta like you for this, bro. Because there's a lot of girls that do it just like that, thinking that's the, that's the key to life. That is the key to success. Um, for some people, yes. But not for moi. So... I digress and I forget. I lose train of thought easily. So flash forward to 20. I'm now, oh no, no, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. At 14, I had discovered the books of the letters to Penthouse. So I would sit there and read them and be like all into myself, you know? So there were many days where I did not want to leave the house because I just wanted to stay home, you know, during the summer. And read these kinky stories and play with myself. And hope to good God that one day it would be me. So flash forward. Years later, I'm 20 years old. I'm getting married. I wouldn't say that he was the one. But the love was strong. I just wanted to be with him. I was very much interested in being a wife. It wasn't about a marriage. I mean a wedding, a dress. It was about a marriage, a commitment. You know, I was... I felt like I was ready for it. You know, it was like my steps into into growing up. So we get married and things are good. Sex was good with him anyway from the beginning. He was pretty open to some things. And, you know, he would come to me, I guess, with ideas. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So we found some things that we like and we just kind of stayed there. We didn't really do much more. So I can see why about two years ago when he was like, we just didn't explore anymore. Like, okay. You're right. I got you. I could have done a little more. I didn't do a little more. I could put in a little work. Even now I can say that I'm not, like, I'm not that interesting 
sexually. I have the things that I like. I feel like I've come into, you know, like a thing. Like, you either like mustard or you don't, right? Now, my injury used to love mayonnaise as a kid. And now I'm like, I don't even want it in the house. So, our our tastes change. Our likes change. That is very, very much true. So, let me see here. Let's fast forward again. I'm now 30 years old. We have been married for 10 years, and we are now separated. I'm living with my child, and my child is fairly young. So, escaping from the house, having people over, not really an option. I ended up having a boyfriend. Things were really good. It looked like I was on my way to a second marriage, and boy, that was fucking terrifying. Like... It's great because of the safety of it. You know, it's nice to have a partner. It's nice to be committed. But it just, we weren't, we weren't going to work out, I know, in the long run. I was not going to be happy. And if I wasn't happy, I was not going to be trying to make him happy. You know? And I had already learned that lesson from my first marriage. If you're not happy, you can't make another person happy. And if the other person isn't happy, they can't make you happy. So it's better yell split. So, um, you know, life came over, took over, and we um, ended up having a very long distance relationship for a very long time. And it was good, you know, because it was, we were still together, but not together. And at that time, I had just started community college, you know, trying to redo my life again. And I was hanging around with a lot of young people, a lot of young people, and they were just helping to shave off the years with their energy and not having the same worries and responsibilities that I did. So I loved it. I couldn't get enough. So I'm hanging out with these kids. Now, mind you, I'm a weed smoker. I've been smoking weed for a long fucking time, probably half my life at this point. And I was like, where are these people at? I couldn't find anybody to smoke weed with. So I had heard through a friend, through a friend, to go to meet up. Meetup is where the people, where you go to meet people, right? Meetup, okay. So I get on there, and I'm looking for weed people, weed smokers, nothing. Found one group full of hundreds of people, not fucking active. Found another one, nothing was happening. So I was like, man, this is stupid. Like, where are the people at? Like, ever since these smartphones came out, the people disappeared, right? Now, it could be that because I'm an adult, people have real responsibilities and they can't just be out there smoking weed, but I function. You know, I smoke, I do things, I smoke again, I do things. I don't know. That's just me, right? So, um, I come across this one group. It says, 420 friendly. But here was the kicker. It was sex positive. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't bother to Google it. I'm not big on research. I'm really not. So they would send me emails saying, you're on the list. And I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, like I read the description. I'd have to go back to look at it now to tell you exactly. But it offers, I guess, like safe space for sex. Um, I recall reading there's something about a dungeon. And, you know, there's people and it's woman run. And I'm just like, this sounds weird. And the best part of all, it's in the valley. Like, who would have thought something like this is just right here? So weeks go by. I talked to my mom about it. I'm very open with my mom. And I was like, Mom, I don't know. Like, I want to go. I want to check it out. And also, you know, mind you, like I said, I'm going to tell you what I look like. I couldn't get laid. 
I was not meeting people. I thought young people would be the key to getting laid. I thought maybe if I went out, but no, it was just not happening. I could not get sex. I could not get sex. And I love sex. And I was healthy. Like, I'm still healthy. But, like, I needed it. You know, young, single, healthy. Like, I need the sex, right? So, I was like, well, I'm going to try this out. You know, I've always wanted to participate in something like this. I have no idea what it is. Let me go check it out worst case scenario i don't like it it's not for me i'm not coming back so i pick out an outfit after weeks of deciding when i say weeks it was at least eight weeks i put on a black blouse kind of see-through short sleeve some dark purple shorts pointed toe flats with like white with like a snake design i think and a huge ass trench coat because your girl had to be protected i had to be covered i didn't want I just didn't want, right? So, I leave my house. I get there. I go inside. They're like $20 fee, I think. Something like that. ID. I realize I don't have my fucking wallet. I'm like, fuck. So, I turn around. I go home. I come back. Like, because I'm like, nothing's going to stop me now. It's a Sunday night. Nothing is going to stop me now. I'm already here. I got to do this. So I think I didn't even go inside because I didn't have my wallet. Okay, so I go back. I pay. I deem. They're going to give me a tour. The gentleman at the door. Wow. Gentle giant. Handsome. Rugged. Big. Okay. But sweet as motherfucking pie. All right. So he shows me around, leads me to the hostess. She is charming. She's not what I would have expected. Um, nobody in there looks like what you would expect to see. Because we're also used to seeing the beautiful people in the movies. It's a house that was turned into a lounge. It was big. Several outside rooms, inside rooms, dungeons, equipment, tables, horses, cages. It was incredible. I was overwhelmed to say the least. And I met some nice people, some nice guys. I don't remember the girls. I don't remember any of the girls, any of the women from my first few times. Yes, I've been going back. From my first few times there. I just remember her, the setup. Her telling me she liked polka dots. And I was like, oh, me too. And then I realized I had a polka dot purse. So, like I said, I was very nervous. Um, the shyness was there, but at the same time, like, I was there, I was excited, you know, like, I couldn't believe I was here. I'm pretty sure I saw something going on in the main room, I don't remember, but that was like, wow. So I'm in, uh, this other little, like, smoking, uh, loungy area, but not indoors, but it's covered. And we're talking, you know, what I'm looking for, what I'm interested in. And I'm just like, all my answers are, I don't really know, you know. Like, I just found out about this place. I'm single. I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. And, you know, they offered me a drink. I took a drink. A guy gave me a massage, like shoulder massage. And he's like, you're tense. I was like, I'm tight. I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm nervous, right? So the one who gave me a massage and the one who gave me a drink did not get anything. But here comes an Israeli man. I remember his name, but you know, for all these legal issues and shit, let's not have names at this time. The one, If I get a permission to give a name, I will definitely give y'all a name, description, dick moles, all of that. 
So he's talking to me. He's like, let's go into the dojo room. They have a dojo room. It's fucking cute. I'm like, okay. So we go in. Starts to kiss me. Starts to touch me. My clothes is being taken off. The whole time I'm stiff. I kid you not. I suppose he has me lay down. And I'm going to tell you like this. He does it to me. Because I was fucking stiff. I was nervous. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So he does it to me. Everything is good. Uh, In the sense of he's doing it to me. I'm responsive. I'm not just laying there, you know. I'm responsive. But I was not, like, fully into it. Plus, I'd never been with this Israeli man. He was very white. And I like white, but I don't love white, you know. And he was just... His body, just the whole thing. Like, let's just say I was doing it to try something new. Like, when you go to a restaurant, you're not sure. You're like, well, I'll, I'll just try. Let me have a small. You know, do you have a sample? Can I try that? So, anyway. So, I had that. It was fine. We finished. He finished. And that was that. And I was like, okay, I'm kind of done. I did it. And while we were in there, the we're touring the place. So, somebody did come in, took a look, turned on the lights. That's cool, that's exciting, but I can feel the difference in our bodies from, you know, we lose the moment of of what we're, like, trying to connect. So, he was older than me also. I mention that because currently, I really just want young guys, you know, um, younger guys, like I said, uh, 21 to at max 30, you know, like any, and we'll get more into the whys on that. And it's not necessarily the sexual stamina drive energy. No, 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 definitely not the experience part of it. So I stayed, you know, and I still hung out. I smoked. I don't know if I had another drink. I met another guy, younger guy, cute guy, this time a Filipino, uh, boy, And he was cool. We were talking. And I was like, well, this is kind of the place to get down, isn't it? So I attempted to do, to do, to have sex with him. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't happening. He was nervous about, um, you know, being there and being watched and stuff. So it didn't work out. But at this point, I'm just horny and I want to fuck, you know? So, no, it didn't happen. It was a successful night because I went, I got in, I got it in, I met the other guy, and I actually saw them two outside of this place later on. I saw the Israeli man, you know, I think he was Iranian, I forget, but I saw him later on in the week to have more sex. Um, This time we went to his hotel room, he travels a lot, and he tied me up. That was the first time I was tied up. I was, I don't know, you know, I, I was doing a lot. He tied me up. Um, I was far away. Nobody really knew where I was. And it was fun, but it was not great. Like, a lot of these things I've experienced are because they're a brand new experience. Not necessarily because it's something that I'm looking or wanting to do. And then the other guy, the Filipino guy, I saw him outside as well. Um, It was okay. Also, it was not great. Um, But it was, I mean, it was still good. I was there. I remember we kissed. I remember I put in a lot of work. Um, I don't recall if he finished or not. And at this point, I really don't fucking care. And I've gotten to the point where I'm doing with guys like, look, I'm just, I'm kind of like ADD on you right now. Either you kind of finish or 
we, we, you know, we keep it pushing. Can I get a break? Can we come back to this? So thank you all for listening. We will come back to this. Um, I will tell you more about more. And, um, (laughs) yes, thank you for listening.